And I speak to you in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The Church's one foundation is Jesus Christ, her Lord. That first line from our opening hymn this morning is so familiar to us. The idea of Jesus Christ being the foundation of our faith is something that we're all used to hearing about. Our opening collect prayer for today even begins, Almighty God, you have built your church upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. The foundation of our faith, upon which everything else is built. Last week, we started doing some long overdue maintenance work on our bell tower. If you happen to drive past the church, I'm sure you saw the lift parked out front and the men working all up and down the bell tower. What they're doing is that they are replacing the mortar between the stones that has come apart, that has come off over the years, that has allowed water to seep into the structure over time. This has been caused by years and years of erosion and chipped mortar, but don't worry, they're fixing it. It's, it won't be a hard fix, we hope. <laughs> it is fixable. And one of the interesting things about construction, and those of you who work in construction know this much better than I do, is that the things we build, the things we hope will last through the ages, are all grounded literally on their foundation. Our bell tower can be easily repaired and restored because its foundation is good. Its foundation is solid. One of my favorite movies is a really early Tom Hanks movie called The Money Pit. And if you haven't seen it, it's a hilarious movie about a couple that buys this huge old mansion that they think will become their dream house. But the night they move in, not only do they discover that their ceiling is leaking, but their staircase collapses, the bathtub falls through the floor, and their world around them begins to crumble. Everything starts to go wrong, including their relationship with each other. And they become consumed by this money pit that they are living in. But in the end, after enduring months of months of renovation hell. The couple stands in their completed home, and Curly, the job foreman, looks around and says, no, this wasn't an easy one, but the foundation was good, I'll say that. And if that's okay, then everything else can be fixed. How true is that in every aspect of our lives? We can build, we can embellish, we can elaborate on anything, but if the foundation on which that is built, literally or figuratively, is not stable, then anything we build will eventually come crashing down. We find ourselves beginning an interesting week today. This week has not one, but two feast days in our church. Tomorrow, Monday the 29th, is the Feast of the Apostles, St. Peter and St. Paul. 
Now, Peter and Paul, we know, were very different people. They went about things completely differently. But the foundation of both of their ministries was Jesus Christ. Peter, one of Jesus' original disciples, albeit probably the one with the smallest filter between his brain and his mouth, Peter was charged by Jesus, you are Peter, Petros, and on this rock will I build my church, direct from Jesus' lips. And Paul, who we all know very well, came into his faith much later, after years of persecuting Christians. Saul had his conversion experience, his name was changed to Paul, and Paul became the church's greatest evangelist, writing letters to new groups of believers throughout the ancient world, and helping them to discover who God is, and how God is working among them. Two very different people, but both had the same foundation, and they both flourished in their ministries. The other feast day happening this week will be on Saturday, July 4th. Believe it or not, Independence Day is a feast day in the Episcopal Church. The Episcopal Church, of course, originally being a national church and established really when America itself was established. Our country was established on a foundation. We find what that foundation is in the very document that started our nation in the first place. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The foundation was laid, but what has been built? Now, since the time of Peter and Paul, the church has built many things, many beautiful things, and has done much good in the world. Sometimes the church has done some things that were not very good, and sometimes the things that the church has tried to build have crumbled. Pieces have crumbled. Pieces have broken off. But the church of Jesus Christ continues because its foundation is Christ himself. And the foundation is sure and good. For the past 244 years, America has built many good things. And we have built many things that are not so good. Some things have crumbled and fallen away. Some things need to crumble and fall away. But the foundation of our country, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for all, the foundation remains true and sure. Sometimes it can be hard to remember what that foundation actually is when you're way up on top of that bell tower, where all that you see are the tops of the trees. You've forgotten the principles that started everything. This is a decisive time in the life of our church and of our nation. I say it's a decisive time in the life of our church because 
We are not here together right now. We have not been physically together now for three months. And I'm not sure when we'll be physically together again. It may appear like some of the things we have built together as a church might have crumbled and fallen off. Our common worship together looks very different than it did three months ago. But our foundation, our very reason for being, Jesus Christ, is still sure, good, and strong. Everything else can be rebuilt. It might look a little different in the end, but hopefully what is rebuilt will look truer to the design that was originally intended. We are also in a decisive period of time in our nation. Yes, in the world as well, but especially in America. Because the walls that divide us from our neighbors that have been built throughout our history have just started to crack. But they have not yet fallen. There's enough inertia, enough resistance to movement present that these walls will never fall completely unless they are pushed down from both sides. Now, I am fully aware that there are some of you listening this morning who might be stewing in your seats because some of the things that I'm saying might be causing you to think that you're hearing a political sermon being preached. Actually, this is not a political sermon. No more than wearing a face mask when you go out in public is a political issue. This is a gospel sermon that is set in the context of the community in which we live. Thankfully, I am not here to talk about politics, but I am here to talk about God. In the reading we heard earlier this morning from the prophet Jeremiah, we heard that God always sends God's prophets to tell God's message to God's people. There are prophets who prophesy war, famine, and pestilence, and there are prophets who prophesy peace. As Jeremiah wrote, when the word of that prophet, the one who prophesies peace, when the word of that prophet comes true, then it will be known that the Lord has truly sent the prophet. Oftentimes, the word of God cannot be heard over the words of men. And if you feel like your political or your ideological leanings are constantly being challenged by the gospel messages, love God and love your neighbor, then perhaps there are some things in your life that might need to crumble away and be rebuilt. In order to rebuild things and set things right according to their original design, sometimes we have to break things down and rearrange them in order to rebuild them correctly. As Christians, our foundation is set and it's not moving anywhere. Jesus Christ has shown us the way and through the Holy Spirit has given us the grace and the power to act in his name. Will we always get things right the first time? 
No, of course not. But through God's grace, we can continue to strive to build upon the foundations that have been laid in our lives, in our nation, and in our world. And if that foundation is good, then everything else can be fixed. <laughs>